What is up? Steel Studies. And welcome to a Smooth Jam Steelers Saturday mailbag here on the study session. Slowing it down here on the weekend. Pumping the brakes a little bit. Taking some time to reflect. And it's the day where I get your questions, comments, feedback on the show. So super excited for that. It's now two days after the Steelers lost to the Vikings. And even more questions surrounding this team. A lot of uncertainty, which is really how it's been all season and really all off season. That continues to spiral and we'll get into that. But just want to take an opportunity to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being supporters of the Still Study, for listening to the sessions and the podcast, for reading the articles. It truly does mean the world to me. So thank you for that. I would love to connect with you and I, I completely overlooked. There are three ways that you can connect with me. And actually some of the feedback we're going to get on the show today is is from that. Um, the first way, and this is a way I've never mentioned, is just on the WordPress site, thestillstudy.com. You have the opportunity to make a comment on the articles, on the podcasts, on the study sessions. If you look at the bottom of the article, you'll see where it says comment. So just put your comment on there and I can get it here on the show. So we have a few of those today. You can also connect with me via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. So let's make that happen. Again, very excited to get into what you've sent me this week. I also want to remind everyone of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. That podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. Jim is a wealth of Steelers knowledge. He's super insightful. He is one of the goats of covering the Pittsburgh Steelers, right up there with Ed Bouchette, Jerry Dulac, Mike Prezuda, Bob Labriola. He's one of the greats. Very fortunate to work with him. So check that out. That is linked in the show notes. It's great stuff. But we're going to get in to your comments and questions today. And I got a few that came last week. And really, we've got a unique take on these comments now, just based on what's transpired in that Vikings game. And the first one is from Roger. And Roger, thank you so much. This is a comment that he left on one of my study notes articles from December 5th. It was about farewell, Big Ben, about the news that came out last weekend, the Adam Schefter report. Roger writes, we all knew this day was coming, but it's still a sad one to know that this will be his final season. We'll just have to wait and see what he's got up his sleeve. Next, whether it's coaching or broadcast, good luck, Ben, and whatever you do after the season's over, you will always be a Steeler and a native of Ohio. So Roger, thanks so much. Roger must be a... uh, Ohio native himself. He put in that Ohio plug there. And you're right, Roger. We did know that this day was coming 18 years later. You know, that report indicated that it's his final season. 
He seemed to confirm that in the press conference following the Ravens game. And then in terms of what he's going to do following his career, whether it is coaching or broadcasting, we don't know. And you made the comment here, we'll just have to wait and see what he's got up his sleeve. And here's the thing, here's the narrative that we've got to address. And I mentioned this on Friday's study session is Ben has played well these last couple of games. And you could make the argument that it's garbage time. It's late in the late in the game. The game seems sealed away, but he's played very well. And on top of that, as bad as this offensive line has been, just how well would he perform if he had an average offensive line, a good offensive line, or an outstanding offensive line? I think that's the question that we need to discuss. And I think that's something that's going to be a question here over these last four games and heading into the offseason. And should he continue to perform like this with bad offensive line play, would the Steelers be wise to consider bringing him back? Now think about this. If you do bring Ben back, it eliminates the need to bring in a free agent. It allows you to draft someone next year and then give that individual time to grow and develop. And you could have that person compete with Mason Rudolph and you'll probably be able to get one of these guys in the later parts of the first round and maybe even the early second round. And that's more than likely where the Steelers are going to be picking. I know everybody wants the Steelers to tank here, but that's not going to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, they're going to fight and battle. They're going to win at least two more games. Again, Tomlin's never had a losing season. Neither has Ben. They're going to finish with at least eight wins. So, Roger, thank you for your comment. Appreciate it. Again, my studying's out there. You can comment right on the website at the bottom of the articles and the sessions in the podcast. It says comment. Put your comment in there. I can get it on the show. So just another avenue for you. The next one is from Loretta Nelson. Loretta, thank you so much for submitting your comment. And this one is to the article that I put out last week, the same one, the Steelers study notes about farewell, Big Ben. Loretta says, sorry to see Big Ben go. He was loved by all. Loretta, I agree with you. You know, my teaching career began whenever Big Ben started playing in 2004. So I have a, I guess, a personal connection there. And I feel the same way. It was kind of like whenever Cower retired, how upsetting that was for me. And whenever Ben goes, it's going to be a sad day in Steelers Nation. But Loretta, the thing to keep in mind, I just mentioned this in reference to Roger's question, is that, you know, maybe we need to hit pause on that. And I know Ben acknowledged in his press conference last week that maybe potentially he is going to retire at the end of the season. But if he continues to play well, why not? And I know I've been critical of Ben all season, but seeing the way that line performed last night, maybe the reason why he has played as bad as he has earlier in the season has been because of this offensive line. And last year, 
Maybe the reason they started to tank after that 11-game winning streak was because of that offensive line. So what if the Steelers just went all in and they're going to have a ton of cap space next year to bolstering the O-line and turning it into a decent unit? Would he be willing to come back? Because dude played some good football last night in the fourth quarter and he did so against the Ravens. I'm just saying that's got to be a discussion point. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I think it would be foolish if the Steelers don't consider that and if Roethlisberger doesn't consider that based on these last few weeks of play. So we'll have to wait and see how that transpires. But Loretta, thank you so much for your comment. I really do appreciate it. And then the last, I'm going to get my dad on here. (laughs) So my dad posted this. And this was uh, his comment. And this was after the Vikings game, but he put it, put the comment again. This was on the WordPress site. Again, take advantage of that. You can comment that way. That gives you three ways, the email, the the website, Twitter. (laughs) My dad's comment is, and he was feeling this one. He says, worst Steelers team since the 60s. No crap. Dad, thanks for throwing that out there. Man, worst Steelers team since the 60s. Well, first off, uh, yeah, I wasn't around back in the 60s, but just looking at the historical record, those were some pretty bad teams back then. And I don't know if I would go that far. Sure, this defense has been hemorrhaging yardage. They can't stop the run. The offensive line has not been great. The running game has not been great. It's taken Ben time to heat up. But they still have won six games. They're 6-6-1, six, six and one, and mathematically, they still have an opportunity to make the postseason. Not saying that they're going to do that. They still have an opportunity to finish with a winning record. I do think they get to eight wins. And I'm not sure that eight wins is indicative of one of the worst teams in Steelers history. I think we could probably find a lot of data to to bear that out. But it's as a fan, it's frustrating. It's frustrating when you have expectations for this team to play at a high level, especially following that Ravens game. You're thinking that maybe they have things figured out a bit, and then they go and just play god-awful against the Vikings. But keep in mind, the way this season has gone, they disappoint you, they come back and win and restore your faith. They disappoint you, they come back and restore your faith. So don't be surprised that after this 10-day layoff at Heinz Field against the Titans, that they come out and put a hurting on Tennessee. Again, just because that's how this season is played out. It's inconsistent. It's uneven. It makes no sense. But that's what happens when you have as many new pieces on this team as the Steelers do. Look at all those new offensive linemen. It's a completely retooled offensive line minus Chooks a core for. You got a rookie tight end. 
you got a rookie running back. On defense, you've got guys playing who have no business playing. They're depth pieces, but you lost Stephon Tuitt. You lost Tyson Alulu. You're playing without Joe Hayden. Oh, yeah, Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt went out. And who would have ever anticipated that Devin Bush would be playing like dirt? Or that Joe Schobert is going to play like dirt as he has been playing? So again, Dad, appreciate the comment. I appreciate your comment. You, you are the most consistent commenter and questioner. So worst team since the 60s. Again, I, I appreciate your frustration. I'm right there with you. But I don't think... This team is as bad as they say that we are, or and they're not as good as we thought they could be. They're somewhere in the middle there. But let's keep the faith. Faith. We got four more games to go. Let's see what they can make happen. And studyings, studying, 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 studying. Thank you so much for joining me here for this Steeler Saturday mailbag edition. My gratitude to you for listening, for joining me. I appreciate you. I love you guys. You beautiful, beautiful studians. No football, no Steelers football on Sunday. Because it was on a Thursday. That short week didn't help. So now the Steelers have 10 days off, a little mini bye before they take on the Titans at home. And I'm calling it right now. I'm calling it right now. I'm making my call. The Steelers beat the Titans. Steelers beat the Titans the following week in Pittsburgh. Now, I don't know what's going to happen in those last three games, but they're going to win next weekend. It's just how the season's been going. I'm calling it. Write it down. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your family and friends. Take the time and relax. Remember, it's December. Make sure you're doing your quick Christmas shopping. Enjoy your family and friends. Enjoy these holidays. They don't last forever. That's what it's all about. And I'll see you back here sometime real, real soon for another edition of The Study Session. Peace. Peace.